We know that if you lose 10%, you know, you got to make 11 or 12% to get it back. But if you lose 20%, then you're talking 25, 26, you got to make a lot more money to make up those losses. So we always say, look, I'd be more concerned about the detriment of loss than the benefit of gain. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Well, you listen to this show and other financial podcasts to really get yourself set for retirement, but it's really easy to derail retirement if you make mistakes once you get there. So getting to retirement is just part of the battle. The second part is into retirement, making sure you don't make these critical retirement planning mistakes. And we'll talk about some of those today with Wade Chessman. He is the certified financial planner and the certified kingdom advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. They got their office on Rambler Road, but they're, they're serving clients across Dallas, Fort Worth and beyond, across the nation, really. They work with a lot of clients. No matter where you are, Wade's team can assist you if you have any financial planning needs. So Wade, great to talk to you again. How you been? I've been great. Just enjoying the, the beautiful weather we've had here in Dallas. I'm enjoying being outside and staying safe from the COVID. And I think we talked about this, but, you know, we're opening up here quite a bit and able to enjoy more and more activities that have been taken away. So it's been, it's been great. Yeah, it has been great as well. And I'm looking forward to sports returning. I know you're a big sports fan. You, uh, you optimistic about college football this year? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I, I, I just wonder how they're going to, figure all that out yeah i mean it's uh, i don't know and i've talked about this before arkansas maybe they need a year off anyway to (laughs) get their program back in track so we'll see maybe it'd be the best thing for them even if they're not good way you'll miss them if they're not around no i know you know just kidding (laughs) well hopefully we'll all be back we'll we'll know a lot more of that this month and next month um We'll really kind of figure out where we stand on everything. Yeah, it would be but, it'd be weird without anything. Yeah, and I think we're I think we're making progress, and all the signs point towards uh, being optimistic about you know a lot of things returning in, in the fall. So could be a really busy fall, an exciting fall, and it would be good after the last few months of, of being indoors quite a bit. So uh, well, look, today we're talking about critical re, uh, retirement planning mistakes. That's our focus. We're also going to get into a couple of mailbag questions. Remember, you can always send those into to the show at chessmanwealth.com. Connect to us there. There's a contact button. Send them in. We'll try to bring the questions onto the show, answer them in the best possible way that we can. But you can also call the office anytime at 214-572-2120. I guess I shouldn't say anytime, Wade, but during business hours. Well, you can call anytime and you can leave a message. Well, there you go. Okay, perfect. So literally you can call anytime. So I was right. Okay, there you go. You can call anytime. You might not get an answer until the business hours, right. but that's right. they are in the office, working out of the office, taking precautions, uh, staying safe. So if you do want to meet in person, that option is now available to you, but also to meet virtually, uh, you can do that as well. So today we're talking critical retirement planning mistakes. And Look, these are really mistakes that you see, I think, way with, with retirees and pre-retirees kind of consistently. So we wanted to bring them on the show, kind of a talk about them here, address them, and hopefully inform some people on what to kind of look out for so they're not making these same mistakes. So the first one uh, today, and I think this is one that a lot of people have kind of been thinking about with the way the market's been up and down quite a bit this year, is considering bonds to really be a truly safe investment. How, how is that a mistake, Wade? Well, bonds tend to be less volatile than the stock market, but what we, as we found out in March when the uh, corona thing first hit, we saw some real issues within fixed income and bonds. 
corporate bonds especially, you know, bonds work well when there's liquidity in the system. And what had happened was it was kind of like uh, we were driving down the road or well, I think more like a boat. I remember one time I went sailing with my Uncle Jim and the boat was just sailing along. It was a pond. It was like a catamaran, you know, and we were just hauling down, hauling down the ocean. Is that how you say it? We were really going fast. <laughs> I think so. But what we didn't know is that the hole, one of the holes had a hole in it and it was filling up with water. And as soon as it got filled up with water, it was like someone put the brakes on in the middle of the ocean. And we just came to a complete stop, going really fast to a complete stop. So we all threw off, we all ran, you know, we all flew off the boat. And I think I, to this day, I still get made fun of because I gashed my toe and I was screaming like a little baby and my Uncle had like this huge gash on his back and barely said anything, but that's another story. <laughs> but the concept was the similar to the bond market was everything was humming along great. Then we had this thing that happened and it caused everything to clog up. So you saw bonds really take it on the chin. Now, I mean, maybe not quite as much as stocks, but certain types of bonds like high yield, certain types of corporate bonds, convertibles, preferred stock, which are like bonds. You definitely saw those bond instruments take a significant downturn. So not all bonds are created equal. You know, government bonds aren't the same thing as high-yield corporate bonds. So bonds are can be, a, and I think are an important part of a portfolio, but they're not necessarily always safe in the sense that they can't ever lose value or go down or go up. There's lots of things that affect bond prices, interest rates, and then sometimes it's just things that are going on in the economy. And what happened in March was the economy came to a grinding halt and it caused uh, everything to clog up. And it wasn't until the Fed came in and added liquidity to the system, kind of like a uh, rotor router, able to <laughs> then kind of get things back and let bonds start working again. So there's risk in any type of investment. And bonds certainly have their own level of risk. It's important to understand that. And not all of them are created equal. So that's what I would say about bonds. Okay. That's great information for sure. And I love the story as well. Uh, we, you know, we talk about with bonds, you know, you, you're thinking about paying attention to the moment and really worrying about where you are now. But a lot of times the mistake people make when they're planning for retirement is they for, forget and they fail to really plan out ahead a long ways. And this is so important. One aspect where they fail to do that is with long-term care. And mm -hmm. you know whether or not it's you just believe that, hey, I'm in great shape. I'll worry about it later. It's not going to affect me right now. Whatever that reason is for putting it off, that can be such a big mistake because it can really, really derail what you're working on if you're not prepared. I agree. I'd like to do a whole podcast on this subject because, you know, it's funny the people that say, well, I'm in great shape. I'm not going to have to worry about it. Those are the people that end up needing, tend statistically need long-term care more than the people that aren't healthy. The people that aren't healthy tend to die. The people that are healthy, that have been taking care of themselves their whole life, they tend to live longer and therefore they have a higher propensity to needing long-term care. So it's kind of a catch-22 as far as that's concerned. Yeah, this is one of those areas that we definitely want to take into account. We think about some of the things that can derail your financial plan. Uh, we're going to talk about one of them in a minute here, you know, huge market declines. Another one's getting sued, you know, someone suing you. And then the third one really is long-term care health expenses that are out of your normal budget that you weren't necessarily expecting. And so um, definitely something to look at and make sure that you understand the risk 
and how, what are some ways to help mitigate that? One of those is long-term care insurance. It's not right for everybody. Not everybody can get it. It's one of those things that you want to get before you need it. But when you really need it, it's too late to get it. Yeah. So you have to get that, something you have to get when you're healthy and you're able to get it. There's a lot of advances in long-term care, though, that have come along in the last you know 10 years or so that make it a lot more palatable. So that's something we'd love to talk about. And again, I think that'd be a great topic for an entire podcast is uh, understanding long-term care. I'll put that on my list, Ben, and we can do that together. Yeah, I think that would benefit a lot of people. Um, I, I, do, I really do, because it's a misunderstood topic. You know, no one wants to buy insurance anyway, but if there, there is a way that you can do it where, you know, you're not necessarily just throwing away your money. You, you'll, there's some economic benefit you can get in the future. So we, we can talk about it. Yeah, you can you can actually approach it as an investment, right? A, a right. little bit rather than just, well, it's just a cost that I have to eat over time. So, okay, well, let's put that on the list for sure as a future podcast. Next mistake that people make that we see pre-retirees and retirees both make is is not guarding against market decline. I think this you know, maybe more so as you get into retirement or about to be a retirement, but this can really hurt your portfolio if you're taking on too much risk. And unfortunately, a lot of people are finding that out right now. Yeah, it's especially important as you get close to retirement, pre-retirement and in retirement, because it's harder to make up those losses in the future. We know that if you lose 10%, you know, you got to make 11 or 12% to get it back. But if you lose 20%, then you're talking 25, 26, you got to make a lot more money to make up those losses. So we always say, look, I'd be more concerned about the detriment of loss than the benefit of gain. I think it's important to understand the the risk level that your portfolio has and do a, some stress testing of your portfolio to make sure that you can survive a particular downturn. We've had a lot of clients come in and we've talked about, we've gone back and revisited their portfolio now that we've seen a downturn. And it's important to understand, you know, we build that into your plan, but you know, we may not build a 50% drop into your plan. You just have to understand how your portfolio is situated, what potential loss you have on based on different uh, factors happening, and um, make sure that you have uh, a good understanding of that so that you don't get caught in a, in a bad situation. Or I think what a lot of times happens is people tend to react emotionally when things start happening and make decisions that in the end don't benefit them. So... Um, Definitely good to have a better understanding of the type of risk that your portfolio could potentially have in different types of situations and make sure you're comfortable with it. Okay. Well, right now, you know, I think it's just kind of the state of where we are as a country, but it seems like everybody's got a black or white opinion, right? There's not a lot of gray area. And that also applies with finance too. I think a lot of people make the mistake to just assume that one financial tool or investment is great while option B is not, right? But the reality right. is this one might be good for you, it might not, but also the other one might be good for you and it might not, right? There's many different options, but they're all different for different people. So not just assuming that one thing's good and one thing's bad is going to keep you out of trouble. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to be open to different ideas and not have tunnel vision and say, well, this is the only way you can do it. You know, you've got to buy this thing. Uh, maybe it's a, you know, sometimes you'll see this with uh, people that are selling annuities, you know, annuities is the only way to do it. It's the only, it's the only thing we recommend. And if you don't do this, you know, you're going to ruin your retirement. But on the other hand, you have people say, well, annuities are bad. You should never do an annuity. They're the worst thing ever. You should, shouldn't even look at it. Well, that also is kind of myopic thinking as well. It's more, 
hey, let's keep an open mind to different ideas. There's no one perfect solution. Uh, for some people, having uh, doing an immediate annuity that provides guaranteed income makes more sense for them, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. And for some people, that's not something they would consider. Another example that I like to use on that one is uh, reverse mortgage. Well, a lot of people say, oh, reverse mortgage is the worst thing ever. I would never do that. It's the worst. You shouldn't do it. And some people say, well, reverse mortgage is the best thing ever. Everybody should do it. Well, neither one's true, but we have had people that have made sense for them to do that, and some people haven't. So, again, there's nothing. some things aren't always good. Some things aren't always bad. I mean, you know, the thing that might be always bad is someone trying to rip you off. Okay, that's always bad. <laughs> yeah. But investments itself, ideas aren't necessarily good or bad. It's, it doesn't make sense within your situation. I mean, some people like the confidence, say, on the reverse mortgage, for example. That'd be another good topic to do a podcast on. Okay. But the reverse mortgage, for example, is they like the concept of having some guaranteed income coming in. Uh, they they like the idea of take, getting out, able to get equity out of their home tax-free. Well, some people don't need that and it makes them nervous. So, okay, that's a good example. It's not always good. It's not always bad. So, definitely think there's a lot of things like that in the financial world. Yeah, and I kind of think like annuities maybe falls into that. I've, I've heard many different opinions on annuities, but yeah. you know, it's, it may not be great for you, but it might be good for your for your friend or somebody else in your family. You just never know. But yeah, right. just having an opinion that one thing's always good or bad is is a mistake. Well, let's wrap it up on this one, Wade. And I think this is one we always stress and, you know, it might sound redundant to people a lot of times, but it's so important. Maybe the most important thing you do uh, in, in terms of having financial success is actually setting up a plan and not having that is you're not going to be able to reach your goals. You might know where you want to get, but not knowing how you're going to get there. That's a big problem. Yeah. I mean, I, we harp on this a lot, but you know, if you don't, what are, what's the saying? You know, if you don't know where you're going, then any place will get you there. You've got to have a plan to give yourself clarity and to make sure that, that you have confidence moving forward. I mean, I had people come in, they maybe their husband passed away and they have now they have all these different moving parts and they say, well, I don't know, am I going to be okay? Well, we don't know until we put together a plan and the design, the idea of the plan is to get you to your ideal lifestyle and legacy. And along that path to get there, you're going to have dangers, you're going to have obstacles, you're going to have gaps. So we want to try to avoid as many of those, uncover them plan for them and stay on the path to get you to where you want to be. And the only way I know how to do that is to have a plan. So it's kind of like a budget. You know, the only way I know how to keep track of where your money's going is to have a budget that you follow. Same thing with the financial plan. And that's why it's so critical to what we do. It's part of our process, the adjustment, smart choices, wealth management solution. We put that together for that very reason. So that people have a plan to give them confidence, you know, to have that, not just be able to retire, but to have a fulfilling retirement that they can feel confident moving forward with. So yeah, having a plan, good idea. Yeah, I can't stress that enough. Putting a plan no, you in really place. Can't. I mean, it is it no. is essential for you know getting being confident to have that confidence. I mean, you're not going to have that confidence to, to get re, to the retirement point you want to without knowing how you're going to get there. So look again. Right. Rem- I mean, hope is not a strategy. I know a lot yeah. of people think <laughs> that. Hey, well, I'll just kind of figure it out as I go along. Well, that's not how I like to operate. Yeah. That's not a good idea at all. No. And it is a mistake that is critical and can really 
hurt your retirement. And hopefully this all the this list of all these items can uh, at least be informational for you and kind of educate you on what to look out for. And if you, you know, if there's something on this list that maybe you think you are doing incorrectly, it's a great time to reach out to a professional like Wade and the, the team at Chessman Wealth Strategies and get it in order. Stop making the mistake. Let's correct it. There's plenty of time to correct it and get back on track and, uh, and be in good position. But you can only do that by reaching out and sitting down with somebody that does this for a living that can help you out. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Let's turn now to the mailbag way. A couple of questions before we wrap it up. Again, if you want to send in your questions, chessmanwealth.com. You can also call the office, 214-572-2120. First question comes in from Amber. She says, I'm 55 years old and I have about 300000 saved for retirement, but I feel like I'm really behind where I should be compared to most people I know. Am I in trouble? Well... I hate to sound like a broken record, but uh, what would help is to have a plan, you know, and to figure out, okay, maybe maybe you are, maybe you're not. It depends on your goals, your objectives, the other resources you have available to you. So I would say, hey, that's a pretty good start one way or the other. That's more than a lot of 55-year-olds have, unfortunately. So let's put pen to paper and start thinking about here's the objectives you've outlined for the future. And here's the things you need to do to move conf- move forward with confidence. And that way you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to just kind of guess, you know, that hope hope is not a strategy thing we talked about. So, Amber, I'd say you're a good candidate to do some planning. Great. Shocker, right? Yeah. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thanks for the question, Amber. Our next one comes in from Billy. He says, I just inherited a very large sum of money from my dad that I wasn't expecting at all. I thought I might get 50000 but it's more like 10 times that. I've been diligently saving for my own retirement, not counting on anything like this. So I don't even know what to do with it. What's the most responsible way to handle it? Well, I heard they just opened up Vegas. So <laughs> uh, bet it all on black. No, of course not. No. Uh, I'd say the most responsible thing is to, again, think about it in context of a holistic strategy. And, you know, maybe the responsibility is this is going to set you up for you know, even a more confident retirement. Maybe this gives you an opportunity to do some things for others that you'd been thinking about. You know, God's blessed you with this money. Maybe this is an opportunity to think about your your favorite things that you care about, you know, your, your, your favorite charities, the organizations, the people you care about. And having a plan will give you some, con- I think would also help with a situation like this because you can factor those into it. And, uh, you know, come up with a plan that way, rather than just kind of saying, oh, I got all this money, I'll just stick it into my checking account. That's what I would do is I would think more about what does this do for my family, but what can it also do for the greater good? It's a, it's a great problem to have. I, you know, it can cause, it's amazing though, that kind of thing that happens can cause a lot more stress than people think. They may say, oh, I just got all this extra money. Everything's going to be great in my life. That's not always the case. It can cause a lot of stress. Yeah. So I think sitting down and putting together an actual plan as to what you're going to do with it will give you a lot more confidence and it won't cause as much angst. I know it sounds counterintuitive to say, well, I just got all this money, you know, it's not going to be any problem. But I'll tell you, the people with the most money tend to have, sometimes have the most concerns about money because they're more concerned about losing it. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a good opportunity to come together put together a plan and maybe think outside the box a little bit. Maybe some there's some things that you could do for others that you really weren't thinking about or being able to do, maybe for yourself, for your family, 
that's what I would say. Is this is a great time to maybe think a little bit outside of just the numbers, but start thinking about you know bigger issues. There's a whole other podcast that I'd like to do too sometime about non-financial aspects of retirement. We talk a lot about the numbers and making good choices, but there's a lot of non-financial aspects of retirement as well that would be interesting to talk about at some point. And this is a good example of maybe having some of those come into play. Yeah. Well, so that's a long answer, but it's it's a complicated situation. Yeah, it is. The Vegas trip would be probably the most exhilarating. Uh, yes, I think <laughs> Vegas – hey, you know what? You might – no kidding around. You might just say, you know, I just got this money and I'm going to do something fun with it. Yeah. Maybe not go to Vegas. You could go to Vegas, but don't bet it. Right. Don't just throw it away. Yeah, exactly. No. Well, Billy, it's a great situation to be in. Sorry for your loss. Uh, and hopefully you're able to sit down and just kind of take a step and take some time to make this decision. It seems like you're already pretty responsible about it. But Yeah, um, at least he's thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. And hopefully this will give you a little bit of guidance. But feel free to reach out to Wade um, directly and, and actually come up with a plan that, that makes the most sense for you and your future. Chessmanwealth.com is the website uh, that you can reach w- uh, Wade and his team. Plenty of resources there, too. And we talked about risk tolerance. There's a, a quiz on the website. You can kind of test yourself right now if you want to do oh, yeah. that. It's a good one. And uh, you can call the office as well, 214-572-2120. Well, Wade, I enjoyed it. Uh, another great show, some great information. Uh, we got a list of other shows we want to get to now as well. So we want to encourage everybody to hit subscribe, too. So once we get to these topics Wade's been talking about, you'll have those delivered right to you. But Wade, again, thanks for your time. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Ben. Have a great day. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Carson Partners, a division of CWM LLC, is a nationwide partnership of advisors. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.